hey, this is Comic Picks by the Glick. And I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, host Jason Glick. Um, well, how's it going? It's going fine, John. It's like, and hey, guess what? What? It's time to get political. All right. Let's figure this one out then. All right, let's do that. Political. Yeah. Yeah, political, because it's time to talk Captain America once again. America. Captain America. Yeah. So that's what we're going to be talking about. So what about him, anyway? Is this a zombie one? Unfortunately, it's that's not fun. Oh, okay. It's not, the, it's not the zombie Captain America who's getting his own statue like after this, like his, his, his stint in what if as a zombie. Like this is like the actual Captain America who is trying to not be a zombie, who's trying to be relevant to the American you know, political scene and process for the last couple of years and all. Yeah. And um by that means like he the, this this run of Captain America I'm talking about is being written by um Ta-Nehisi Coates, who, if you'll recall, um wrote the uh like run of Black Panther I talked about like a couple months a couple months back. Now it's like now the um takeaway from like his run on Black Panther was basically like a writer who like you know was transitioning in from the uh like from like from the pro like from the prose end of the spectrum, someone who like he was who had um gained a lot of fame for his for his fiction work and for his essays. It's like and was now like trying to do um comics work. And you know, it's like the uh, first couple of years of his run, you know, took a he it took, took a little him getting used to the format before things really took off. And, you know, I can understand that you know, people wanted to write him off before that happened. But I think that, you know, once we got to um, the intergalactic empire of Wakanda, that's kind of like, you know, when everything, you know, like clicked, when it's really showed like, Hey, you know, like paying attention to like these first couple of years really paid off. And now I'm glad that I had been reading it up to this point. And, you know, it's like, at that point, you know, like Marvel basically had apparently, like, you know, they they apparently felt that, you know, he was like, you know, doing some good work on that title. So they basically offered him the chance to work on another series. And I don't know if this is like the only series that that um that he was offered or that he wanted to work on, but um he wound up getting the uh, exci- getting the job of writing the Captain America series right after um the Secret Empire event. Now, Secret Empire, it's like, I can understand, it's like, some of you may have, like, you know, wanted to, like, for, forget the idea that, hey, you know, this is a series about, you know, Captain America who'd been, like, you know, cons- a version of Captain America who had been consumed by Hydra, it's like, and was, you know, it's like, and was basically, like, you know, leading a take, a, a take, a fascist takeover of the United States. It's like, if you wanted to, like, forget about that, but, well, no, it happened, and that is a core um tenet of like of Coates's run. It's like the very first volume, Winter in America, basically like picks up like, you know, from like from the idea that um it's like that that Amer- that Captain America is, you know, it's like, you know, his reputation has been tarnished by his by his apparent um tenure as the supreme leader of Hydra. It's like it's it's like and um it's like and he's trying to do his best to like, you know, rehabilitate that, you know, by taking out, you know, it's like like this this cadre, cadre of like you know nukes or like you know like warriors who who've been engineered to fight you know fight for America that have been you know corrupt you know corrupted by like a by a terrorist cell like run by Ezekiel Stain. It's like well 
it's like, you know, he, this is like, like, um, even though like he's, that he, like he wins, he wins the battle against them initially. It's like, well, then you've got like guys like, you know, Thunderbolt Ross. It's like, or Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross. Like the guy's usually fighting um, like the Hulk. Well, he shows up to like, you know, let Captain America know that, hey, you know, this is a new day in America. It's like, and you're like, your, your bleeding heart friends aren't here to like, you know, support you in America right now. Cause turns out that um, all that a lot of people who um, like, like a lot of like bad actors in the Marvel universe, it's like, we're actually fighting against Hydra. Now, this is like, this includes guys like, like Ross, but also, um, like former Nazis, like um, like um, Wolfgang Strucker, it's like, and also um, one um, Alexa Lukin. It's like now, if you're thinking like, like who is Alexa Lukin? It's like, what's her deal? Well, if you've read Ed Brubaker's run, you may remember a Alexander Lukin, a uh, ru- like, it's like, it's like a a, a Russian, it's like a Russian um, polit- political military player who was basically trying to um, like, like. I bring back a uh, t- a cosmic cube for his, for his own like for his own ends, but also wound up bringing back um the spirit of the red skull at the same time. It's like in his own body, and well, it's like winter in America is all about you know like um coats reminding us that you know hey with the rise the rise in fascism you know like from the Russian end of things, well it brings back all sorts of uncomfortable things, and um with Alexa you know like um like just like. Like I'm running, like, like I'm running the fascist end on her end, and bringing in like you know characters like um Celine Gallo, the uh, the uh, mutant energy vampire who has played a like a significant role in the X, like in the X Men comics over the over the years. Well, she wants her husband back as well, and well, hey, you know if he brings back the uh, the spirit of the Red Skull at the same time, well, maybe she can use that. But um, the bigger problem is that you know it's like while. It's like, well, Winter in America does benefit from the fact that um, that Coates has a, a has a better idea of how to balance uh, his messaging you know, with the superhero action, and also tying it in with his um with his uh, black with his Black Panther run because there's some because as um Steve is like you know, told to stand down, well he knows that you know hey you know like there's still bad stuff going out there, so why don't I just team up with um T'Challa, it's like in his in his crew to uh to, you know to get to get stuff done. Problem is that as he does this, well, there's all sorts of bad actors who are willing to point point to his um like his actions, which is basically like you know taking down um Ezekiel Stain's um nuke generating operation. It's like any small American town, which you know had which was you know basically the like it, the uh like the the Renaissance of like the or the the rebirth of like last couple of years to basically pass them by. It's like and so when and Cap, you know, shows it to shut down the nuke operation. Well, it's like he, he's basically painted as being, you know, hey, you know, you're shutting, you're, you're taking jobs away from these like good American people. It's like, and it's like, no, no, he's not. But, and that's kind of something that um, plays into like the, the run overall. It's like, and much as I was hoping this wasn't going to be the case, but, but, um, but uh, Coates, um, like, you know, his efforts to bring back the, uh, like the Lukens, it's like the, it's like, as, as the main villains of this run, it's like, it's, it can also plays into one of the biggest things I didn't like about Ed Brubaker's run of the series. Cause you know, while, cause like, while he did, did do a lot of inter- interesting stuff, like making, 
telling more grounded Captain America stories, establishing Bucky as like, you know, the new Cap Captain America. Well, he also did a lot of stuff where it's like, you know, it showed that, you know, Cap Captain America was just like, you know, let's just like not not it's like not um quite quick enough on the uptake to figure out what the bad guys were doing. It's like the bad guys were always one step ahead of of him in in Brubaker's run. That's one of the main reasons that I sold like like half like half, half of his run, basically everything that took place after two um two Americas, because I just didn't want to like read like a story where Captain America just you know lost like constantly volume after volume. And you're thinking like, oh man, Jason, you're, you're like, like this is like Captain America who's like you know like dealing with the real world and all. It's like, yeah, I know, but this is like Captain America who lives in the Marvel universe, and this also kind of plays into like what I want to see from my superheroes, superheroes specifically like from Marvel and DC. Like this, they're never gonna like much as Marvel wants to pitch the idea like, hey, you know, the Marvel universe is the universe outside your window. It's like. You know, it's never going to be that way because like there are no super soldiers you know living in living in my world and and so when you've got like a captain america who just like you know constantly loses you know it's like as as a way to like you know show relevance to like you know what's going on in the real world it's like man that's more depressing you know than act actually interesting that's why i sold um you know that the back half of my run back half of ed brubaker's run and um that's why you know Coates's work, it's like, is just kind of like, is more depressing than anything else because we've got, you know, Captain America who is constantly, you know, one step behind what Alexa Lucan and her power elite um, cadre of supervillains are planning. And it's like shown in the second volume, um, Captain of Nothing, which, you know, despite that, is actually kind of like a kind of a step up because it's, it's at its core, it's basically a uh, Captain America in a supervillain prison. You know, type story, and you know, it's like, hey, I want to see Captain America, like, you know, like, like, you know, fight, fight his way out of a super prison, like, been told supervillains. Then, yeah, it's like that, that's fine. Also, and the fact that it's illustrated by Adam Kubert, like, helps as well. Oh, and the first volume was illustrated by Linnell Francis Yu, who, you know, guy does, um, like, great, great work, you know, in whatever series he's illustrating. So, these first two volumes have stellar art, stellar superhero art, um, regardless. So if you if you're fans of like you know either artist then like yeah go and check these out but at the same time you know it's like this you know like it's still like that like the second volume basically like you know has Captain like you know dealing with the fact that he's in the super prison for supervillains run by um run by um Wolf, Wolfgang Strucker it's like and you know it's like like the I, there's just like a solid like you know arc right there it's like you know the fence that this is he has to fight. Like you know, like prove prove himself to like the uh, like the bad guys, and also you know, defeat Strucker in one one on one combat because Strucker has made a habit of just you know beating on the uh, inmates just to show show, who, show that he's like you know strongest of them all because you know guys a Nazi in case you've forgotten. So yeah, so like you know, Captain Nothing is a good solid story. It's like and it also um, reintroduces like a, a certain character um, from. It's like you know, from from Cap's past, like as part of the um, Daughters of the Revolution. It's like a female-centric, um, like like um, cabal who are who are dedicated to you know, like preserve preserving like you know, mer like you know, values values of freedom and all. It's like you know, that's that's cool. That's 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 nice and all, but 
then you get to like the subsequent volumes, like the Le- the Legend of Steve, which delve, which also which all deals deals with the like you know the crisis of the you know people like tr- the border crisis, like in terms of the Marvel Universe terms, which means that there's there's a uh, like there's a like a cadre of supervillains known as the Watchdogs who are like, you know, exploiting like you know you know like undocumented immigrant immigrants for their for their own own terms, and then like the volume second half. Like has a, a confusing mess involving like the uh, like a former villain known a uh, new um, actor like assuming the the uh, like the mantle of scourge to um, root out um, bad at like um, like fascist police act actors in Wilson Fisk's um, New York and Wilson Fisk is the kingpin kingpin of crime who's now who's been like the uh, like the mayor of New York for a good long while now. It's like and it's like and he's also and he's also part of the power elite and he's working with um Alexa Lucan like in order to you know like for further her further her agenda but um as volume three legend of Steve just doesn't doesn't never quite comes comes together in terms of like you know like giving like a queer, current statement about you know what what do we what should we do about like you know these like these elements like like you know what's what's going What's going on with the treatment of like undocumented immigrants at the border? It's like, or you know, bad actors like in the in the police force. In fact, that's kind of like one of the biggest problems I had. You know, did I did I already say that? It's like, maybe I did, but you know, it's like it's it's another it's another biggest problem with this series that I have, in the sense that you know, it's like there are no like um like real solutions promised to these like issues that are these real world issues that are that are brought up. It's like. Like we're just kind of reminded that hey, you know, it's like these exist, and that hey, Captain America is t- tackling like you know individual like instances of them of in the Marvel universe, and oh man, it's like it's still kind of depressing because you know it's like it doesn't offer like the the satisfying wish fulfillment of Captain America quote unquote solving these problems, but it also doesn't offer like you know any con any any solid real world answers to like how, you know, how, how these things, these issues can be solved, uh, you know, in the world that, you know, you and I live in. So it's, it's just really kind of like, you know, like frustrating to like, to like to read this and realize that, you know, Hey, you're just being reminded like, Hey, you know, these, like the stuff that's happening, like this stuff at the border, it's like, you know, with like, you know, the rise of fascism, it's like the, uh, like, you know, bad, bad police actors, you know, it still exists, but, so, but yeah, you know, like Captain America, it's like he can like you know solve fictional like isolated version of these. It's like can't really do anything else, and it's kind of like, man, it's like so why am I reading this? Why is this like you know, like why am I reading like just this depressing like take on this? They say like technology thing, but doesn't offer any like solutions or even like you know like that like satisfying rush of wish fulfillment in terms of seeing them solved in the like the Marvel universe. So yeah, oh, and also um. Volume three offers like probably the weakest art of this series because even though Jason Masters is positioned as the like uh, the main artist of this volume, it's like he's uh, he's only like on for a couple issues and um and like um several additional artists um Sean Izakase, Nico Walter, Bob Quinn, and Lucas Wernick um also contribute to this series, which we see implies that hey you know maybe there was like there could have been like a lot of like behind the scenes rewriting here necessitating like four additional artists contributing to this volume. But it basically, but Legend of Steve also basically like 
marks a point where like you know Captain America became a uh, series where Marvel wasn't willing to give like you know a list artists to it. Um, the next volume, All Thy Young, does have um one of those artists, um Bob Quinn, doing solid work for the first first four issues, and also um one of um um Coates's uh, Black Panther collaborators, um Daniel Acuna, like like contributing issues as well, and then the artist who would illustrate the rest of the series, Leonard Kirk, um chipping in with issue twenty five, and then going from that then on out. So it's there's a more coherent artistic vision, but it also um, doesn't really do anything to like to alleviate the series strengths. This is this is like the volume where the main arc basically involves um, like Cap, Bucky, and um, Sam Wilson um, like trying to take out um, Celine, the uh, energy the mutant energy vampire who's working with the power elite. And um, she's apparently like, you know, like helping foster like, you know, like 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 America, like Traditional American values, like in the heart, like in the heartland, basically like reinforcing the idea that the tradition, that you know, America, like regular American men, have just been left behind by, like, by this new progressive wave, and that you know, like they're going to get back to like building things with their own hands and all. It's like while she also just you know, like, sucks the life out of like the ones who just you know can't deliver. It's like you know what 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 she asks of them. So there's that. Oh, and also um, Sharon Carter, who um, it's like who, who's been working I guess, as part of the Daughters of the Revolution. It's like and is still old after the events of Rick Remender's run. It's like well, she also gets you know restored to uh, to a younger age here. And this is also with the volume where it's like where Alexander Alexander Lukin's um, you know possession by the Red Skull becomes like is. It is twisted to be more of a tool for, like for for Alexa Lukin's you know plans in terms in terms of like you know fa- like a fascist fascist rule. It's like in it's like in the U.S. And also speaking of Miss Miss Lukin, well, you know I kept talking about the the biggest problems of the series. Well, she's another biggest problem for this series because well, you know, she's like the kind of villain that I hate. Like, and not just. Because you know she represents you know like you know fast like fascist belief like the fact she's like she's Russia she's like you know believes like you know like in like you know Russian Russian dominance like to the core. Well, she is also you know the kind of villain who succeeds because the plot demands it. Like everything that she does in this series, especially even up to this point and beyond into the final volume feels like it was dictated by the needs of the plot, not because she was clever enough to, like, to do it. It's like, and it's like, it's, so it's, it's just really kind of frustrating to see someone like just, you know, succeed because, because like the plot demands that they succeed. And at the um, end of the volume, when you think that um, one character is about to get the drop on her, well, Nope. It's like the good news is that character doesn't die in at the end of that volume, and we get to see what happens to them in the final volume of Coates' run, which is All Die Young Part Two. And well, it's like it just kind of continues on as you'd expect. It's like you know, it's like the like you know, you know, Captain Merrick, Captain is and his like crew, the Dar- Daughters of Liberty. They try to uh, you know, it's like. They, they they think they have a good idea of what the uh, of what the Red Skull 
it's like and um lucan's crew are planning and it turns out they're only playing into you know what they like what they've got with um like this that them trying to def- defuse this pro- protest by a lot of hate groups it's like in new york but oh wait it turns out that um there's this there's this bomb planted on there that's like feeds on hate and that um the skull is going to just use um like you know captain american's america's presence there to um further his own goals wow what a surprise man it's like oh yeah Hey, it's like, you know, the Red Skull's back. It's like, and Captain America is still one step behind him. It's like, he's still one step behind everyone here. It's like, and in fact, even when, like, you know, you he gets to the point where it's like, hey, he's going to, like, you know, like, like put one over on the Red Skull, it still feels kind of old and simple. And the fact that, hey, you know, it's like all we needed to, uh, like in order to defeat the Red Skull, just have him admit everything in private, so we could like broadcast to the world. Hey, that solves it, right? Well, the series like doesn't. Um, the series it wants to have it, have it both ways. Basically, acknowledging that yeah, a lot of Red Skull's followers did um disavow him after that, but at the same time, there are some who just like kept following him there. Oh, and it turns out that um. Alexa, well, she's dealt with in this volume as well. And on one hand, it's like I can kind of understand like you know, how this would work because it involves um, um, Sharon like selling um, some dis- seeds of discontent and disloyalty in um, it's like it's like in it's like in the ranks of the pow- power elite. But at the same time, it's thoroughly unsatisfying in the sense that you know one at one point you know she's just like for the entire volume, like she up to this point, like she's just like, you know, like, you know, living her best life, like showing um Red Skull's daughter sin, you know, like what she can do. It's like, and then oh wait, that's it. She's gone. So it's like like this this villain who has just like, you know, been lording it over everyone, just like, you know, living like showing them this r- running rush shot over them, like like showing how her plans are just like, you know, like just just dominating them it's like just suddenly stops and it's like man that's that's not satisfying i mean i want to see i want to see her lose i wanted to see her understand that you know she wasn't as smart and as clever as captain america and the rest of his crew and we really didn't get that and that's kind of like you know where things end with this with this series it's like yeah it's like thing that captain america does kind of win but you know he kind of had to win because you know you can't like end like a Captain America series where he just like loses because you know like where where did that leave him in like Marvel Universe, and that's 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 really just disappointing. I mean, maybe it's understandable giving you know where like you know where things are in America where like you know it kind of like feels like you know like like you know like the forces of democracy are are constantly under under siege and maybe. That's kind of like the feeling that um, Coates wanted to leave us with. But I don't know. It's like, I get the feeling that, you know, maybe he wanted to give us like something even like, you know, more stark and depressing and, you know, just let us know like, yes, this is where the score is. But in the end, he can't do that because in the end, you know, Captain America is a character who still has to, you know, like they come back again and sell comics like for the next run. And which has actually yet to be announced because even though we've got like another 
like another Captain America miniseries going on right now, there is no current ongoing Captain America series like at the moment or having been announced in the pipeline. And at the same time, you know, it's like, well, I can understand the desire for writers to like, you know, take Captain America in a more politically relevant direction. It's like, I think that, you know, the most relevant takes on him have been in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like, you know, with Chris Evans' version of the character, someone who shows him be like, you know, shows shows the appeal that, you know, just like that common decency, it's like, you know, can, like, can have. It's like, and just being, and, and like, you know, just being smart, smart and clever enough to take out, like, you know, take out the bad guys. It's like in like in a fairly definitive way, or like in say um Rick Remender's um run specifically um um Castaway in Dimension Z where 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 Cap was forced to um, f- rely on his it's like on his wits it's like and his his, his wits and his like pure survival instinct. So I would like to see more of a Captain America about that, or you know just give us a Captain America who you know, maybe can actually like, give us a. Uh, who can defeat the uh, the fascist influences that you know everyone's talking about these days in a satisfying wish fulfillment manner? It's like maybe he can go back in time and hit up Hitler. Uh, yeah, it's like you know, it's like I wouldn't mind I seeing that's that. That's one of his first things he ever did. Actually, his that 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 um that that cup that first cover, man. It's like him just beating the crap out of Hitler. It's like you know, just show us just, you know like a like a. a a world where like, you know he beat up Hitler and then everything was right after that. But you know that's that's wish fulfillment, and <laughs> I think that that's that may actually be more satisfying than what we got here. Yeah, yeah. All right, then you know what you're going to be talking about next time. Well, it's like next time I think I have to give a call to Rob because you know, hey, turns out the uh, latest X Men, big X Men arc, the Hellfire Gala, is all the Marvel Unlimited. So I got to like like hit up Rob Rob to find out his thoughts in it. And at the same time, I've also got um, the final volume of Bendis's um, Superman um, run, so there's that to consider as well. So, in fact, it's like I think I may have like enough stuff to talk about for the uh, remainder of the year, uh, depending on how things um, go as far as shipping lists and all. So, but you know, those are the two most immediate ones. So there you go. All right, that sounds great, and we'll catch you next time on Comet Picks by the Glick. All right, later's.